Welcome to the Custom Apparel Startups Podcast, your best source for information, news, tips, and tricks to get you off the ground running and earn success with your custom apparel decorating business. So get ready to soak up some knowledge. Now, here are your hosts, Mark and Mark. Hey everyone, and welcome to episode 71 of the Custom Apparel Startups Podcast. My name is Mark Stevenson from Cold Essie. And Mark Vila from Coleman and Company. And today we have two special guests. If you have not seen the um, uh, seen the announcements that's been on the Belkett.com website and on Cold Essie websites and um, everywhere else on the uh, on the internet verse, um, Cold Essie has joined forces with a company that is just across the bay from us uh, called Belkett. And what you, who you're looking at right now are the two founders of Belkett, Brett Weibel and Mark Mumborquet. Mumborquet, sorry. Um, and I would just publicly first, I want to thank Brett for not being named Mark. I really <laughs> appreciate that because now there there are there are three of us on the podcast. Wait, wait although, I, although we get mixed up a lot. I, do you really? Okay. <laughs> I just figured out what Bell 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 Cat. Cat. No, that's not good. <laughs> I just yes. figured out what Belcat meant. There you go. It's the exact moment. Right. Yes. I was trying to figure out what 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 Where that meant in French yeah. or something. Right. So 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 these guys are here with us today, uh, not just because I wanted everyone to meet the the new part of the Coldesi family. It's because uh, these guys are a small business success story. I mean, they're um, they've been in the direct garment printer industry since there was one, and they've been principal in introducing some new technologies. Um, and in uh, growing not just their own business, Belcat, which has a great reputation, but their customers' business as well. So um, what, I, what I'd like to do next, if it's okay with you, Mark Vila, and I'm going to be saying your last um, name a lot today for some reason. I will, I will uh, I'll tell you if it's okay after you say what it is. Okay. Um, what I'd like to do is kind of uh, get, uh, get you guys to introduce yourselves and, um, and what, what Belcat is. So uh, you can talk about the history a little bit. Uh, from a small business perspective, because, you know, I mean, a lot, a lot of our listeners, or hopefully all of our listeners, are somewhere in the beginning stage of starting their own business. And they want to do t-shirts, or they want to do embroidery. We've even got some, some people that are doing, like, awards and engraving now from the UV printers, our, our customers. And uh, you've done a lot of things and got a really interesting story. So I'd like you guys just to, just to tell us that. Sure. Uh, well, uh, from the, uh, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll go back and forth here. Uh, yeah. uh, we started... Uh, What's your the name? business and well, I'm the Mar. I'm the the cat side of, of the yeah. Uh, okay. yeah. Right. Bell. Cat be the Bell. The bell. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Bell Cat. Bell Cat. And, uh, Our last names. Yeah. We we really started this uh, back in '96. Uh, was '96 the inception of 90, the Imagine? Yeah, 1996. Yeah. And uh, that was when it was. We we're our DNA is about uh, making uh, better tools for the industry. No matter what the industry, we just seem to meal. Uh, we're wired that way. Using and innovation. So, we're an yeah. innovation company. Using yeah. technology, yeah. using yeah. using uh, whatever is available to us at the time to uh, to, to make something uh, more efficient is, is is what we've always done. So uh, back in '96, um, at that point, my daughter is pretty young, ten years old, and uh, she uh, I saw her get her nails done at a at a in a mall uh, using airbrush technique with a stencil commonly uh, used in, in, in these salons. And she had a Mickey Mouse uh, put on her nail. And it was a two-part uh, uh, spray function. And it, she moved a little bit. It came off after uh, 20 minutes or so. I uh, walked out and she was the happiest in the world that she just loved this little image on her nail. Right. And uh, on the way... I thought to How myself, much did that, cost? that was that was like ten dollars for the one for one for, image on the nail, right? Yeah, and, okay, but yeah. you know it was, it was all worth it. It's just that I looked at the procedure and 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 thought that the most ridiculous thing. How, how can they be making money doing that? Because it took a long time. So I thought, wouldn't it be better just inkjet that on, and you could get really repeatable results. And so. Uh, later, maybe it was the next day, I approached Brett. With, I got this idea, and it was like, okay. Well, was, we started working on this after hours for uh, yeah. several, how many years was that? About three years. Three years. Yeah. We were working together uh, at, at a manufacturing facility in Cincinnati. Right. Uh, and uh, yeah. every minute after... Uh, Why is there always an Ohio connection in your <laughs> department? I don't know what it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The heartland of the country. Okay. So... Um, 
So we uh, we started out um, um, using commercial printers, ripping them apart, and uh, and, and finding a, a platform that would work. And we developed our own coatings. Uh, we yeah. we uh, developed uh, a patent around it, and. Uh, made a commercial product that was sold around the world in salons and uh, later on maybe we'll pan over and look at uh, the first machine and uh, yeah. and the challenge about printing on a, a human subject and a fingernail had, has to be the most difficult thing we've ever done but it made printing on static objects like t-shirts and tiles and canvas Kind of pretty simple. Yeah, yeah. straightforward. It didn't yeah. move. Yeah. So, so it didn't move. That, it didn't change. That story right. explains the painting behind us. Because normally, yeah, normally when you see us, we're in uh, we're in our Dale Mabry campus uh, over in Tampa. We're across the bay at Belcat headquarters, and that is a promotional photo. Yes, for um, for the nail process because right. you guys have distributors all over the world, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and uh, this was actually a commercial product that you developed right. and brought to market. Yeah, so one of the, one of the things that so we we built this tool and it was uh, was sold around the world uh, in salons, small shops, and after that time, um, kind of being a, a just a, a, a you know a, not an artist, but I like you know doing art on, on as a as a hobby, and I uh, had no I I wanted to do these large images on canvas, but I realized that it's very difficult to buy the equipment. A roller roll printer, and then trying to stretch canvas around a frame. So, being uh, the innovators we are, we just developed a flatbed printer that would print directly on this canvas. So, around our, our, our office, we have large uh, canvas images like this that were that was printed right directly on a pre-stretched canvas that we just buy and put the canvas down. And that was our first flatbed printer. And so, it was uh, something that was built to. Uh, and uh, I sold these. Uh, well, it was second, a small bit. Yeah, yeah. The Our second first flatbed was the Maginot. Yes. Right? Oh, okay. But this would be the second Okay, one, yeah. gotcha. So, I mean, I think one thing so far that you'll see is kind of maybe that what is like your story out there is you've got a full-time job. Mm -hmm. And you get inspired about something. In uh, Mark's case, it was the experience with his daughter at the mall. Getting the nails done. You know, maybe for you it was, you know, spending... $45 for a cheer jacket or, you know, it was having a great idea for some kind of an em embroidered good or you saw something on Etsy or you went to a family reunion and the shirts were terrible, you know, and you decided that you could do it better. Um, the difference here is that, you know, we have some engineering and design talent here. So one thing you'll never meet other than right now is somebody in the direct garment printer business that ever actually designed something. Uh, right, so those guys are not—they're not here. They're—they're right. they're working at really large corporations. They're working overseas. You know, nobody that that has started from scratch with an idea to manufacture something and carried it all the way through. Mm -hmm. So that same kind of look at everything that Mark just described is um, is what they're bringing to the cold SCT. Yeah, and, right? and when you know, and the folks who listen, you know, especially our regular listeners, but. People who might be brand new listening to this podcast because we, we have new folks every time. So, what a, the purpose I think of all of this, the reason why the reason why these gentlemen are here, the reason why we're live and doing all this is because if you are currently a small business entrepreneur, or it's just a dream, or you're not making it, or you're not at the level that you want to be, you should be one of those things. Is you've got to listen to stories like this and realize that like. That is you as well. You know, you can, you are the same person. You can do the same thing these guys did. Not invent a printer because maybe you're not an engineer. Uh, but if you have opportunity to sell T-shirts, if you're connected within your business, if you just love art and you want to be able to put them onto T-shirts, then like you've got to do it and you've got to make it a success. It's not just going to happen for you because you thought of the idea and you went ahead and, and, and you purchased a printer or, yeah. or you decided to just buy a vinyl cutter and just told your friends about it. Right. Like do something, work hard, work after hours, put in the time, think of ideas, look for inspiration, yeah. you know, and then when you have an idea that's inspiration, like the nail idea, bounce it off somebody who you trust. I have this idea for how I can sell some more shirts. I'm going to do this. 
and find some trusted advisors that you can tell that to and find somebody who might be willing to help you do it as well. So like these are all things of stories that have how, how you know your story can help make other people successful in this apparel decorating industry and the custom apparel business and I, and I, it's awesome. Yeah. Now there's uh it wasn't just develop a, a fingernail machine and then we're off and running and working full time for Belkett. It didn't okay. work that way. There was a number of years, 6 years before either of us went full time with Belkett. It was always after our projects. The fingernail, uh, Imaginal started it, but then we printed on inflated footballs. We printed on okay. uh, switch plates. We developed machines for all these different inkjet applications. And at some point, we printed on T-shirts. All right. And, and when we first developed the, the um, initial T-shirt printing machine, which for us was FlexiJet, uh, we were both full-time with Belkett. So don't be afraid to uh, work on the weekends for an extended period of time right. to realize your dream. Yeah. You have to have a lot of failures before yeah. that's and, and, and But uh, uh, just persistence prevails, yeah. and we were, and uh, we, we kept at it and, uh, and, and made you know, many iterations of our first-generation machine and, and a lot of things in between. Yeah. Actually, uh, the first-generation Imaginal machines we couldn't get someone to to try. So Mark and I were walking around with with colored nails for a number of years, and all our, <laughs> all our coworkers and family, hands in pocket. Most yeah, of the time. we uh, walk around with our hands in our pockets for the first three years until we had a machine that someone was comfortable putting there. But we had to test the the product. We and had to know coatings. How, how it was going to last on fingernails. Yeah, think about how much easier, um, think about, you know, the difference. Like if, if you're not willing, these guys were willing to walk around with painted nails for years. You have to be willing to wear the stuff that you print. Yeah, <laughs> you know right, what I mean? Right. Like, put on yeah, a t-shirt for God's sake. This is, you know? Don't be afraid to make a mistake. A full commitment. Yeah, that is, yes. a, that is a commitment. You know, when you believe in something, uh, you just, you, you, you're motivated. Actually, uh, yeah. the, the first, this is funny, the first image we ever printed on a fingernail, inkjetted, was Mark's face, just his mug with his smile <laughs> leaning to one side, and uh, we printed it on his fingernail, and I think he wore it for a I rubbed of it days. off really quick. Oh, <laughs> that's great. Okay. Okay. That's yeah. I think that's great. Yeah. So, it, so when, when somebody, what ha this is what happens all the time, and I know yeah. you guys have dealt with it with, with Belkett, you know, ink, uh, uh, ink and machine buyers, and we deal with it with, with all of our customers is, You've got somebody who gets into the business, and, and you're listening right now. You're into the business, and you're frustrated because you've not made a ton of money yet. Mm -hmm. So, and you thought you were going to get this one customer, and you didn't. And then you thought you were, you, then you got a big customer, and you weren't making any, any money from them. And then you got, you know, and then all of these little failures happen. Yeah. But, like, that's actually what is part of, like, really making a successful business is having, like, you miss this, you miss this, this one's a huge win. You yeah. miss this, you miss this, this one's a win. And you keep moving forward on that, you change with the times, you, and so do that. Yeah. Like that, and that's, I think, like, that if, if beyond just the knowledge of the joining forces, the takeaway on all of this is, for, for, on this podcast, for me at least, for me to you, um, I always like to give, I like to give homework on all these yeah. podcasts. But what I like to what I want you to do is if you're not where you are with your business, then you need to write down a bunch of different plans, ideas, thoughts, how you're going to sell, how you're going to market, who you're going to talk to, go back and listen to the other 60 plus podcasts, find some ideas, yeah. and then and then try them. And then when you fail on two of them and succeed on one, then it, replicate that. Yeah. Here, here's kind really, of the, you know? here's kind of the example that I would take away from what you were just talking about and going through like all these iterations of equipment that doesn't work the way you want it to and just and just fails outright is we get posts in the custom apparel startups uh, Facebook group all the time it says I just you know I printed on all these shirts and I put them in the wash customers are bringing them back because you know they they came apart um, the the print didn't last or um, you're you're doing embroidery and the customer realized that it was the wrong color in the design or you're doing vinyl and it peels or something doesn't work right. I mean, just look at that as, as not the huge disaster that it is, but as a step 
that you're going to have to go through. You have to learn these lessons. You know, we try to prepare you as much as possible. These are the shirts you should use. This is what you should look for. Um, this is how you should price your work. But you know, you're gonna you're gonna get these these mistakes, and they may not be because you did anything wrong. Just you haven't perfected it yet. Yeah. So you know, you've got to be be ready and maybe think a little bit about what you're going to do when that happens. So if you are the one person that has been in the business for over three months and haven't screwed something up royally, whether it's your fault or not, then sit down and figure out what you're going to do when that happens. So you're not panicking. So what are you going to do when um, you've got a, an order due out in two days and the company you're buying blanks from ran out of that shirt? Or what are you going to do when the color comes in wrong? Or what are you going to do when the customer changes their mind or doesn't pay you? You know, I don't know what the answer to any of those things are, but you should. You should like you should know because you're you're going to fail before you move through to big success. Yes, it's solutions, not excuses. Yeah, you know, as, as always. And um, there's a, I run things with Coleman and Company. Yeah, I, I help to make sure websites are working well, marketing is going right, and. Uh, and we've got happy customers. Yes. And every day there's there's a problem with something. And some people will walk into my office and freaked out. You yes. know, that's not, and I said, oh, we'll fix it. Yeah. How? I, I don't know. Don't yet. ask me that yeah. question because yeah. you just told me the problem. Right. But I'll tell you this, we will. Yeah. And then I'll let you know when it's fixed and, and, and then move on. And there's like almost 5,000 products on the Coleman and Company site. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So yeah, I, gar I guarantee excuse. something's broken right now. <laughs> okay, I guarantee thank you. Thanks so your next thanks test, reminding me your next test is to go through every product and look to see if something's wrong. <laughs> but so um, you had said the, the last thing that you did was kind of build the flatbed printer, and you were talking about doing T-shirts, right? So right, right. You'd, you'd figure that out. How did that like translate into Belkett becoming a company and coming out with its first printer? Well, one thing we learned from the fingernail experience was the print area was really, really small, and the substrate is, is hard, so it doesn't take up a lot of ink. And right. so the uh, Imaginale didn't really go through uh, much consumable in, in, right. in the amount of let, years. Let me, so. let me just interject. A substrate is something, is whatever you're printing on. Right? <laughs> so it can be a t-shirt or a canvas or whatever it is, a fingernail, if you're, whatever you're printing on is a substrate. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're looking around at other graphics opportunities where uh, inkjet could fit nicely in and uh, at that point it was late 90s there was no one really commercially uh, inkjetting uh, directly onto to t-shirts at that really, time. I think there there was one machine uh, Mamaki came out with a very large uh, mm -hmm. machine very expensive yeah. very heavy and uh, I don't know I don't think it had white ink in it. Okay. Man, they, they, they were um, Bleaching the shirts. That, that's right. Discharge. Discharge. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Discharge. I remember were, that. Which yep. is kind of a, a nasty uh, um, fluid yeah. to, to uh, touch or to run through a printhead. But yeah. that's how they were doing it. And it was kind of a grayish sort of, you know, a, a, not, not, not white. Right. So white um, um, became a challenge. And uh, we, uh, to, to keep it suspended, to keep it from clogging. And so we spent a lot of time on coming up with solutions that uh, would would avoid the, the the problems plagued with white ink in the early days. Right. And, uh, we we've um, had come a long ways with with that, um, yeah. uh, and made our own uh, had our own solutions in house yeah. because yeah. there was really nothing available. You had to just invent um, well, ways right. to keep. But the, so so if somebody wanted to to go into the custom T-shirt business. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They were not doing inkjet. They're, what they weren't doing direct garment printing at all. No, you were really. a screen printer, right. basically, right. Right? right? Right. Or you were tie dyeing shirts or something. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, the transition was um, first off to realize some of the failure points of the the business uh, of imagining. You know, not just not that it was a failure. It, it was a a good success, but um, we had licensed our intellectual property to a company in Tampa. Yep. And uh, that's what brought us down uh, to Florida. Okay. All right. Uh, with with Imaginale. Yep. And um, and so they had built the company, and, and we were consultants. We weren't running the company, uh, but we were integral in starting it, and we were there day to day. Yeah. And so we were looking at other opportunities because this one was 
done. Done. This was yeah, yeah, running. Kinda... Someone else was running it. Right. But, mm-hmm. um, you know what? What next type scenario? And um, the interim was uh, direct to canvas. Right. DTC. I okay. love that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. DTC. Yeah. We were, yeah. But we're we were we were producing the end product. Right. Selling them to. Artists and photographers yeah. and things yeah, like that. Yeah, we had that. local museums that uh, um, would give us art, and we would produce pieces uh, because we could do one-offs. And that's the beauty about anything digital. It was yeah. about doing unique uh, pieces, uh, one-off, but very high quality. So the artists demanded clay. It's a word that they use for that, yeah. fine art. If you're fancy, um, you're using you're fancy, yeah. you know, yeah. put a French name around something, and it, it, uh, it's more worth more. Mr. Mom says the fancy name and the artist yeah, and the whole thing. So, so produced a lot of pieces for local art galleries, and then we decided that this direct-to-garment Thing seemed very interesting. Uh, we felt that this was uh, a direction that we thought w- uh, would would take off, and uh, it, it it has. We feel that, uh, that you know we're going from an any analog technology. It's like going from a film camera to a digital camera. Yeah, people are very resistant. There will be nothing as good as film. Film has you know infinite infinite resolution, yeah. but now. I don't think you can no, you buy, can, it's buy, a buy, challenge buy. to de- to develop film. Yeah, you know, yeah. But yeah, and 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 purchase purchase a camera. You know, yeah. I mean, you have to get it online first. You can't find a store. Right. You know, it took many years to uh, uh, transition, and now it's really not talked about. And uh, so, screen printing is still an analog technology. It's still used. Uh, it still will be used for quite a while. But there is a, a, a transition. Moving into digital, and as the chemistries get better, uh, there's going to it's going to open up the substrates that can and be printed equipment. on chemistries yeah. and equipment. And equipment, yeah. and this and is where our focus yeah. lies: is the equipment well. to be able to do that. It hasn't been invented yet um, right. to do things, um, maybe a, a smaller format. Uh, to uh, hand, look at some of the specific problems that plague. Um, what's currently available and that's where our focus is and it's, it's just naturally yeah. is what we do and we're very excited to uh mm-hmm. to keep doing that part that's of awesome. um, yeah. this team that will allow us to focus on the things that we're really uh, um, ingrained to do yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And, and and not have to uh, be in the, the the marketing yeah yeah yeah, yeah, uh, yeah sure uh, and and the other things that uh could be distracting to uh focusing on our core, making, right? yeah. Where our core is, we yeah. Share, share those responsibilities, and that's 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 huge. That, that it, yeah, that it's gonna it's that's fantastic. And I I'm a great idea guy, so here it is. All right, yes. so you guys are good engineers. You can do this. You built like a time machine within the DTG, and then you can print like a, you can print faster than a screen printer ever could. <laughs> just to think about. So 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 do that. Don't do that. Yeah. Um, I, I don't have any of the solutions on how, but that, I don't. That's your expertise. That's online. that's the way people think about marketing too. <laughs> yeah, right. So you know what you should do. Yes. You should take a three D picture of this and put it on the website, and you know. You know, it's it, it's about you. You have to coming up with ideas that that feed us. It's ironically ironic since we've joined forces, and this has been a progressional thing for yeah. a while. Um, just talking to the folks about and watching some of the steps that uh, um, you need to go through for different areas of, you know, applying, uh, you know, whether it be a transfer, whether it be directed garment, whether it, uh, we have already have some uh, new innovations in the works just from the feedback from your own team yeah. that we've looked at, wow, you know what, that is a problem. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's fix that. So, so talk about that because because you've got some um, we're we're in the Belcat kind of showroom and there are some innovative products in this room. So um, I just want you to talk about for a second like what that process looks like. I'm looking at the tea treater, which is a completely unique kind of pre-treat machine. Yeah. So so walk us through kind of problem solution there because I find that really an interesting the tea treater. Yeah. So um, it wasn't the first pre-treat machine for direct-to-garment on the market, right? right? Uh, but the machines that were on the market and um, 
and before that people were just using a, a paint sprayer yeah and and spraying shirts yep they, they all you know paint sprayer coated your environment with this nasty pre-tree that rusted everything around it stuck to everything yeah um and so the the early pre-treated machines and even the current pre-treated machines <clears throat> enclosed uh, were in an enclosure and your shirt went in. Sometimes the shirt sleeve got stuck in the mechanical device going in and out. They were trying to contain that overspray. So that was one of the things that we wanted to, to address. Well, let's build a machine that doesn't have overspray. That 100% of the pre-treat went onto the garment. There was no waste. Right. So that was the first thing, the first box we checked. Then we said, well, talking about waste, if, if you have a graphic that's this size, but you're pre-treating this size, well, there's this waste here. Yeah. So we said, what if we target the general area? So we did a targeted system, second checkbox. And there was a number of other things, you know, uh, small, compact. Um, and so we, we came up with uh, a process that does targeting pre-treat with no overspray. Everything goes into the shirt. Um, and... Uh, yeah, that's a, yeah. A, a good feel has touchscreen display. Um, it's easy to, to load, mount, easy to swap right. platens out. So, so I want I want you guys out there that are that are watching or listening to kind of think about that process that Brett just outlined. So, like, what is it in your business, or what are the opportunities? I mean, they looked at a they looked at a piece of a couple of ways to accomplish something, and looked at what was broken about it. And what was messy about it, and spent the time to fix it to yeah. you know to come up with some some good um, alternative solutions. So that's everywhere in your business too, and you can talk about that with the people that you interact with. So you know we talk about going after whales occasionally in in these podcasts. You know where you're a small embroiderer, you're a small T-shirt printer, um, and you're you're trying to figure out a way to get into the University of South Florida, or you know, you're trying to figure out a way to get into um, you know the electric company, or somebody big that you really want to go after. Is you know when you're sitting down or if, when you're in front of those people, is you know have them explain their problems to you, because you can't walk, follow them around their business and see what the problems are. But if if you can ask them the questions like, so what's the worst thing? What don't you like about when you order something? Or what, you know, tell me about your job and what bothers you. So, well, I'm in purchasing and I order, you know, I order caps from one place, I order shirts from the other place, I order uniforms for our janitorial staff from another place. So I've got to manage like eight vendors. Um, how can you simplify that? How can you take this messy sprayer for pre-treat and at least put it in a box right. so it doesn't get everywhere and you can do it, you know, inside your office? And it's, so it's that not necessarily you're going to invent something, but listening to how this thought process works and applying it to what you're doing is is a win. That's what you're listening to the podcast now because you want your business to be better. Yeah. yeah. Right. So you're already ahead of the game. Just take that next step and apply this kind of um, problem solving approach to whatever you're doing in your business. Yeah. yeah and, right? and it's how you're going to win new customers is exactly that because you, you started to mention that example yeah. about asking them but when you're talking to you know what you should be doing if you're listening to our podcast is you're attending community events you're a member of local small business agencies you um, go to networking meetings you go to wherever you go you go to events you meet people you talk to people you're on the phone talking but when you run into somebody oftentimes especially if they're in business and they make sure it's already, they have somebody that they work with. Mm -hmm. So you say, okay, and you can, whatever approach you want, if you're aggressive, you know, say, I want your business, what do I have to do? You know, right. but not everyone's as aggressive as a salesperson as that, especially because people in the direct garment and t-shirt printing and embroidery business, they're often more of the lines of their, they're technician style people. They're artists. Yeah. They like making the other. things. You know, they're not always the aggressive salesperson. So use that as your approach. Okay, I'm trying to improve my business. I've got, I'm trying to grow. Uh, and I want to do something better. What, tell me like two or three things that, yeah. that you don't like about who you do business with. 
and they'll tell you what you can do to sell them. Yeah. So they'll tell you right then and there. So what do you do is maybe maybe you don't have a way to do that that, that yet. You know, oh, I wish I could order this way online, or I wish there was an easier way to for my team to try on shirts and get the right sizing. So what if you come up with a solution for that? And then you come back to them or you, you know, and you say, hey, you mentioned to me, I want to thank you because you gave me a great idea because you, you told me that finding sizes for t-shirts for all your staff was always an issue, especially just season to season. Yeah. Weights change, styles change, you know, the all of this. So I thought of a way where actually where I come um, and I bring to my customers like a whole set of options and I give them like good, better, best. And I bring sizes from extra small to 4X. And then I set up like a little mini fitting room. Um, and yeah, you know, yeah, I, bought, yeah. I bought a spray tan booth thing that I hang up that's a shower curtain. I mean, whatever you think of. And I actually bring a fitting room to your office. That's, that's, a, that's a great, very involved idea. Yeah, but I it's, like that. But it's, you know, and this is like, look for stuff like that. So ask for what the problem is. Start thinking of a solution. And then the next thing that made me think about yeah. is... Um, you might not be an amazing problem solver. Not everyone is. Right. Everyone has a strength. Some people are really fast at t-shirt production. I mean, they can sit there and they can just pop a shirt on a direct-to-garment printer and hit go. And pr and they can do it. They're doing it so fast. And I'm just like, man, I, if I was doing it that fast, I'd never get it on straight. Yeah, I'd yeah, always yeah. have wrinkles. you know. But they're really good at that. Um, however, they're not great at figuring out a new way to do that. They're great at implementing. So if you're not great at that problem solving, still find out what the problems you know problems are or the problems you have are yeah. and consult with someone you know. Anybody, you know, and if you know an engineer, cool, you know, that might be a solution, but it also just might be a friend of yours who builds a bunch of stuff in his garage. Mark, yeah. Mark, uh, um, Mark, Mark, Mark. Yeah, uh, yeah, it, your vendors Reach out to your vendors. Yeah, you know, people like great. Yeah, uh, Coldesi, Coleman and Company. Mm -hmm. Because without interaction with our customers, we wouldn't know the problems to re to solve. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, that, so you, as a key. small business owner, you need to resolve problems, and uh, they. But you don't have to be the sole source of how to figure them out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Get, That's get great. Help. Get help. I think that one of the things that. Um, we're all looking forward to um, incorporating more into Coldesi. Is um, you know, if you are a Belkit customer and you've got you've got a Mod One or you've got any of the other direct garment printers, it's almost like you're you found the Mod One because you're technically oriented, you know, um, and you're you're kind of um, you're an advanced user, and you're looking for those unique problem solving solutions that Belkett came up with. So I'm really looking forward to, you know, taking some of the best of what you guys have done with the Belkett line and applying it to future generations of what we do, not just in DTG, but everything else. So one of the great things that one of the first things it seems like that you guys did was um, just kind of we, we all wandered around the showroom at Coldesi because, you know, Coldesi, uh, we saw the DTG digital uh, brand of direct-to-garment printers, which of course we, we still will. Um, we sell the, the Pro Spangle Spangle machine, the, the, um, the Spider Mini Pre-Treat, we sell a CAMS automatic rhinestone machine, we sell a variety of different heat presses, and we just kind of walk around the, the, that room and found opportunities for improvement in almost everything that we touched. You know, so, so that kind of approach, that taking a look at what's happening now and figuring out, well, like, why is it done that way? You know, why um, why on a platen for a DTG printer do you actually have to tuck the shirt underneath the mat, like you do a sheet on a mattress? Right. You know, why do you, why do you have to do that? You know, um, why do you have to, uh, why are heat presses so heavy? Why are, um, why does the spangle machine need oil as frequently why is the why did the cutter work why does the cutter work like this we we even brought a prototype cutter in to take a look at and just took it apart you know basically saw all the things that we would improve about it or change about it and you know at coleman and company and cold se beforehand we would just say you know 
no, we can't sell this right. for the following reasons. You guys can try again if you want to and send us something new. Um, you know, now part of the future of what we're going to do together is you guys get to look at that. Right. Like any of those opportunities, nothing specific was leaked. But any of those opportunities, and, and you know, say, oh, you know, this is this is really something that we can get behind. Besides yeah, the, the time machine, and I, the time I, machine I did leak out. You did, I did leak, leak that. that. I apologize. Yeah. But, but it won't matter because we can go back. <laughs> they will go, they'll go back in time and erase it. I guarantee we're going to get at least three people asking us about the new time machine. Yeah, I can't wait. Please send all those inquiries to me. Um, so... The, uh, so I, I wanted to just kind of address the supplies and the Coleman and Company side of things yeah. here, because um, any time that you uh, you're purchasing this, you're purchasing this ink that you know is really good, right? You 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 continued and you purchased a lot for the ink technology in addition to the tech, the machine technology. Um, so we're taking that onto the Coleman and Company site. The Belket store is basically kind of within the site. Uh, the the all the same processes are being brought into the ink. We're taking technology that we have to be able to produce things um, faster and simpler. Yeah. You know, um, not the ink, but like you know, maybe how we label it and how we box it and how we store it. You know, those efficiencies, these efficiencies, because we've got over five thousand SKUs in the store, so we're used to having t so many SKUs. Yeah. Um, and we also have. Um, agents on the phone, on live chat, and on email that all they do all day is talk to folks about purchasing all their supplies. Yeah. So um, uh, one of the coolest things that I just saw the other day is somebody ordered um, their bagged Belkett ink and their embroidery supplies at the same time. Awesome. Yeah, there you go. So Sweet. you're going to get to do things like that. That's the the, first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so you're going to get to buy other technologies because people who do, do digital garment printing are also doing heat transfer vinyl because they want glitter and they do embroidery because they want to do embroidered caps. So you're going to get to have more of those things. The Coleman & Company, uh, one of the things we always do is we're always looking for a new product to solve a problem our customers are having. Yeah. And there's, so there's always something interesting and new being brought in. There's always something, um, there's always new product lines we're looking at, whether it's more colors of th something. So as you've got the opportunity to shop for the same exact supplies you're going to get, literally your ink, bags, everything yeah. will be exactly the same. So you're going to get the same exact quality. Um, but you're going to get the benefits of Coleman and Company, like our free shipping options and agents that are on the phone all the time. So if you email or call in, you know, 99% of the time you get somebody right then and there who's going to fix that problem yeah. right then and there, yeah. which is really cool. So um, I think it's a, it should be exciting for everybody. Yeah, you get to order vinyl. You get to order embroidery supplies. You should look at the Coleman & Company site if you're a Belkett customer. Absolutely. You should really like spend some time on the Col Coleman & Company site. There's a lot of very cool stuff. Yeah, look at some stuff. And, and if you want to, um, and ev we've automated out everything. So right. some of you listening right now um, may have been in some special um, like you had something special that you ordered from Belkett for whatever reason it is, you yeah. know. Um, and if you did, then we've already programmed all that into the website, so that's available to you. So you log into your account, and boom, it's right there. You don't have to pick up the phone and call or email an order or send a purchase order because you did something particularly special. Yeah. Um, we've programmed it into the website so for you. So almost all of those are done. So right. if you haven't purchased yet um, and you just log into your account online. We've already sent those emails out. Yep. If you happen to not get it, just give Belkett a call. They will send you over to the, the agent that's going to work with you, and we're going to take care of it. So yeah. it's going to be really cool. With our, our goal is to make sure that um, all of you just are more than 100% happy yeah. with the new stuff that you're going to get to have. And, um, and then also awesome. currently at this moment, and it doesn't mean that when you watch this a year later, it's the same, but currently we have, um, we've done some temporary price adjustments as you bundle up bags of ink. Yeah. So you actually get a little bit of a better deal right now. So wow. if your Good first stuff. order, if you spend 200 bucks in your first order, you're probably going to save a little bit of money on ink and get free shipping. Yeah. So you've got an opportunity just right out of the gate for a little bit of happiness to, um, just save some money right right away and that's kind of just one of the things we wanted to do for you in good faith saying we're going to take care of you right so so awesome. everyone everyone from Belket um, is 
you know, that, that you've talked to in the past is now working at Coldessine Coleman and Company. Um, uh, you guys, though, are, are participating, but you're also kind of, uh, I, don't, I don't know if, if you're familiar with Belcat printers, um, e even if you are familiar with Belcat printers, you, you might not be familiar with the kind of um, industry consulting and product development that you guys have done in the past. Do you want to talk about those kinds of projects and what you're capable of and what you can do? Sure, we'll talk okay. about anything. Yeah, okay. So what's on your mind? You mean well, you know, so, so we've talked about some of the things that you've done with... Um, uh, Innovation from scratch. Yeah, right? from, but, from scratch. Like, So a big company comes to you that's in the industry right. and says, right, right. we have this problem, you know, or they pick up the phone, somebody from, you know, Ford, or whatever company is picks up the phone and says... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So, yeah, we, we've uh, had those calls. Okay. And uh, We like those calls. Yeah. yeah, yeah because, yeah. We, because it's a challenge. They're coming to us with a, 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 an issue that that they're looking for a, a real solution for. Yeah. And, and uh, it gets us thinking and, and working together. And, and uh, one of, maybe to backtrack on yeah. that, the, the Mod 1, yeah. we, we didn't really uh, um, talk too oh, much yeah. about that. Well, why Mod 1? Well, one of the uh, problems we when we talked about when Brett talked about the uh, pretreatment and spring being uh, you know not contained and getting yeah. all over the place, we addressed that. The next thing we saw was these digital printers were fairly fairly large and difficult to ship. And when there was a problem, sometimes there was no choice but to have a technician go to yeah. the on-site to fix it or ship it back. To ship this printer back required a skid, a shipping company. Where's the original box? Mm -hmm. You might not have it. So we thought we need to break the jetting part out of the printer. Hence, the mod is uh, short for modular. Yeah. And so we thought the the platen mechanism and the frame is not the problem. It's the inkjet side of it. If there's gonna that's be what a needs problem. repair. Most, so, mostly, that's what needs so repair. So we yeah. decided let's make let's break the let's break that part out. Yeah, and it literally can be shipped overnight now, weighing only what's the weight? Sixty pounds. Maybe yeah, maybe that. very light. Two yeah. people can, you know, a person 40, can pick it up. Pounds. Yeah, forty-five pounds yeah. can yeah. pick it up and can ship this thing anywhere overnight. And that was one of the things we offered that yeah. we could give them a new printer module, hence a brand new printer yeah. overnight. It's yeah. never been done before. And that was so, two thousand seven. Yeah. Yeah. So back yeah. then, I mean, you've seen modularity work its way into the industry since mm -hmm. but but 2007 they were all big floor mounted machines and and yeah. or tiny uh desktop but still it was all en encompassing and heavy yeah, yeah. Uh, this was much smaller package easy so we, to handle we had to make sure that this uh the this uh, owner of one machine yeah. was never stuck for days on end when they had orders it was very so we needed to get a you know be able to reassure a yeah. single owner that we can get them a new printer module sent to them next day without a lot of hassle. They could even keep theirs uh, uh, and send it back to us when yeah. when they had time. The most important thing, uptime for them. And so right. this was yeah. the reason for for the the mod. And uh, it's just basically how we're wired to look at things that are out there. We watch right. um, no matter what the application is and try to figure out what's what's a better way to make that person. What they're doing more efficient. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and uh, actually the mod, uh, we we've worked with some of the largest uh, fulfillment companies in the business. Right. And you know their name. Yeah. You, you know you, you know, know their, their name. Think, uh, yeah. Probably yeah. the largest single installed DTG. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, base in the world. Yeah. yeah. That was one of them, and and um, a few others, and and they were all had had problems, manufacturing problems, mm -hmm. uh, logistic problems. Right. Uh, um, quality problems the output wasn't exactly what they they wanted yes um so uh on the mod one we went into these companies installed a uh a number of them but then worked with their engineering team to figure out okay it, you know the, the the software needs to do this or uh the, the workflow is the workflow is different is, here yeah, than over here we, we watch yeah, watch the operators how they how they interact with the so company. as a, a small company um you know there's a lot of of massive 
uh, companies now making inkjet printers overseas, but as a small engineering company, we can go in, talk, sit down with the engineering teams, sit, sit down with the management teams, yeah. hear what their issues are, work them out together, and, um, and, and that's the thing. It was always a, a, a combined effort. We yeah. weren't just listening and coming back to them with this great contraption that fixed all their problems. It was always uh, a solution where, what's your issue? Does this fit your bill? Yeah. You know, let's work together to figure and, it out. And we would actually change the way our machine worked to suit their needs, and someone else would have a completely different set of needs, and we were able to address it because one box doesn't fit all. Yeah. And so it was an advantage we have, and we will continue that way working with entities that need something a little different than what's currently available, and that's, that's where our, our strength has been. Yeah. So, been so if you if you're used to dealing with Belquette on that basis, you know, uh, if you are the CEO or the president or the head development guy for a company that's in this general industry, you're used to dealing with Belquette. That's what Mark and Brett are going to be focusing on. They're they're working definitely with Coldesi on a lot of development stuff, but. But Belkett Technologies is kind of going to go forward as this um, little think tank, you know, that, that industry professionals can rely on to come up with independent solutions that are developed for them, you know, Absolutely. by Belkett Technologies. So you guys kind of end up with the best of both worlds. Right. You still have, like, life in DTG, yeah. you know, and all that, but you also... Um, get these outside projects in that you're going to work on independently that you get to sink your teeth into. Yeah, and focus. Yeah, and yeah. Focus. the focus is the coolest part. So when I do a little bit of like my story as far as like Coleman and Company, um, when I started working for Coleman and Company, I did a lot of things. So I was answering the phone and I was helping to develop a, a team of, of folks that were a little more sales savvy, helping our customers basically pick the right products yeah. rather than just taking an order and then hanging it up and then realizing that the customer bought something that might not have been the most efficient thing for them. Um, so I was doing that, answering the phone, and, and the focus was scattered. I would have this this great idea and never be able to execute it yeah. you know, um, because I had to worry about a phone call. And then as you know, as we as we changed and we developed and and grew then I had the opportunity to focus on like the website and marketing and get it. And then one, and yeah. then like when you live there, so as a business owner, a takeaway you can do from that is, you know, right now you probably do everything and we've done plenty of podcasts on this. Mark, yeah. Absolutely. We talk about if, like, it's so common. If accounting is really not strong for you and, and, and you're not that great at it, I know it's going to cost you a little bit of money. But you can find a service out there that will help you get some of that accounting done. Here, here, Take it off your plate. Here's what you I know? can almost <laughs> guarantee is that if you are a gifted T-shirt designer, right, or a gifted engineer, you're probably not amazing at QuickBooks and invoicing. Like that's, that's, that's a rare combination. If you are a terrific salesperson and you can go out and knock on doors and get all kinds of business, in no way does that mean that the ideas that you come up with for custom t-shirts are any good at all, right? So you, if you're at this stage where you're a one-person shop, whether it's embroidery or DTG or whatever, you know, you're going to, you should listen, re-listen to one of our early episodes on um, where we reviewed the E-Myth book. Oh, yeah. You know, yep. you should listen yep. to that whole mm -hmm. property. You're, gonna, you're going to be, you're not a t-shirt printer, unless you work for someone that has a t-shirt printing business. You're a business owner that has a direct garment printer or screen printer that does t-shirts. So you've got to look for those opportunities to hand things off. Yep. If you're not great at fulfillment, get somebody else to do it. If you're not great at accounting, find somebody to do your bookkeeping. You know, look for the opportunities. May not maybe not now. I mean, like you guys have spent a career building up a great business right, right. and now just have got this opportunity to focus on what you really like to think you're, sink your teeth into. Maybe it'll work that way for you as well. But yeah. it started with just the two of us in Mark's basement yeah. Yeah. in Cincinnati. Right. So, yeah. you know, and, and, and grew and grew. And at some point we said, oh, boy, we have to go full time with this. Yeah. Right. It can't be a yeah. side project anymore. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, just persistence and yeah, yeah persistent and then and when you are looking at to outsource something 
Um, not that we, that's what we're doing here or talking about here, but I'm kind of going back to our customer for a moment yeah. because yeah. you do the T-shirt, you do T-shirts, you do embroidery, whatever it is, and you're stuck because you do so much. And we have all episodes, we've multiple episodes yeah. where we've talked about that. And um, there's there's fear in the change in that. You know, there's fear in saying if if I move this piece, I potentially I don't want to let it go. I, I don't want to let it go. Yeah, yeah, I could knock down my tower. You know. Yeah. Um, and as a small business owner, you've got to really think about that and you've got to take some risks sometimes. Um, and if you say, well, I would love to be able to have an accountant to do my, you know, do all that for me, but I can't afford that. Yeah. And there's a problem for you that you need to search for a solution. Yeah. Is there a portion that you can take out that, yeah, you could, could, because it's almost, you can't afford not to do it. And then also, what would you do with that time? If you spend yeah. three hours a week doing bookkeeping and you're what not very good do? at it, what else would you do with those three hours? Could you yeah. sell more shirts? You know, then, then, at that, then at that point in time, you know, the, 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 the motivational entrepreneur would say, you can't afford not to do that. Yeah, right. right. You know, and, so. And, and I, think, I think that's that, that kind of uh, sums things up for us, you know, because what you've seen is kind of like, both the inventor and entrepreneurial journey that um, that Mark and Brett have gone through in developing uh, Belkett printers and Belkett um, devices and in working with other uh, people in the industry on developing their, their own customized solutions um, and this next kind of phase where product development and working on those bigger solutions is going to be the focus. Uh, with Belkett Technologies, yep. you know, while still, of course, you know, um, staying part of the, the Cold SE family as well. So um, I want to uh, just close up by saying thank you to you guys for uh, being on the podcast today. Yeah. Oh, we, we, yeah. Don't, we don't do many. We don't have many guests. All right. You know, um, so uh, it's it was, normally forbidden. Yeah, normally forbidden. <laughs> and it was great. So, so this isn't a weekly event for us. Uh, no, no, sorry. I think uh, maybe the next time we'll talk, we'll be uh, unveiling something. Uh, Absolutely. We're very, very Absolutely. excited and fun. Yes. And, uh, and I think will... everyone will be looking forward to uh, what's coming around the corner. Yeah, that's awesome. You should. That's so awesome. You that'll, should. Be, yeah. that'll be our next uh yeah, yeah, and and, and, uh, and I I wouldn't be surprised if, if your thought behind that was was first of many. So yeah, absolutely, yes. absolutely. Okay, everybody, yeah. uh, thanks very much. This has been Mark Stevenson from Cold Essie. and Mark Vila from Coleman and Company. And guys, I need those admit one nails on and paint my glasses red. Um, with your printers, okay, okay, so okay. I'm going to do that it's, now. It sounds like Mark <laughs> wants you, his you guys <laughs> wants his nails done. Yeah, so you I'll guys, see you guys um, later. Yeah, you guys have a good business. <laughs> yeah. Thank All right. You. Thank you very much. Thanks to the bye.